welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we have a great store, great show in store for you, and I am energized and ready to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about what is it that makes her get addicted to you. Sure. Now, it's great to have an amazing quality or an attribute. This may be enough to catch her. But is it enough to keep her? Is it enough to make her crave you to no other? Can your style actually make her addicted to you? So that's what we're going to find out today. By the way, I want to give a shout out to a friend to the show, Ed in New York City, who uh, requested this topic. I think it's a great one. I think it has a lot of uh, different angles and We're always talking about how to sharpen your skills and how to um, make this attribute or that attribute better about you. But guess what? He, He sent me an article and he says it's not just about one attribute, that that may not be enough because it's kind of human nature, and this is not just for the women, but the the men are like this too. It's kind of human nature to always have in the periphery um, someone that you could upgrade to. So women are going to try to upgrade with regard to money, power, uh, sex, fame, fortune, status, things of that nature, right? Um, And overall, the overarching quality that she's looking for is, is the man confident. So those other things that I just mentioned just now are lesser degrees and they are subsets of the confidence factor. So if you have confidence in more than one area, it could be a sure bet with regard to winning her over for good and making her stop looking around, stop having those roving eyes. Now, you know, let's not criticize the women, as I say, because men do this too. Men are always looking out of the corner of their eye to see if someone is is cuter and curvier and sexier than the one they already have. Um, you know, it's the old grass is uh, greener on the other side mentality, right? So anyway, that's what we're going to discover today. Before we hop into today's topic, um, if you happen to have missed Last week's show, we were talking about the seven deadly sins of picking up women. Of course, we've all heard of the seven deadly sins in general, right? But we're applying last week's show to picking up women. So, of course, a lot of guys struggle. And until you feel comfortable in your own skin, dating can be a challenge. Are you doing things that really shut you out before you even start? So don't let this be you. So if you want to catch up on last week's show and any and all of my archive shows, go to my free app, my free mobile app. It's available on um, Google Play as well as iTunes, so for all formats. And you can listen to this and any of the archive shows on demand. All right? If you don't happen to have my app, You can also listen on SoundCloud and TuneIn. By the way, it's so easy to get the app. Same name as the show if you haven't already done so. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. The men Just Google that, The Men's with Linda Gross, and it should come up for you. All right. So, again, let's turn our focus now to to what makes her get addicted to you. All right. So... I think there's several different factors here, so let's let's touch on one of them, and of course, the one that's most important, and I'll get to that in just a few minutes, is what we call unique pairing, that you have two or more attributes that are so unusual to have those uh, two convergent attributes that she's just going to go crazy because how is she going to replace you? How is she going to find another man with those similar two attributes or something that's equally marketable and desirable, right? She's not. So that's, that's what makes women go crazy. All right. So before we get into that, 
Let me bring your attention to our call-in number. Uh, this is a call-in show. We are live if you're listening to us Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, and you can call in on this topic. Have you ever been addicted to somebody else? What caused you to be addicted? Or have you ever had an attribute or a style or a way about you that made some women just go crazy have you ever had a hanger on <laughs> maybe a bunny burner that she just didn't want to let you go tell us like what that story is and how you got in that situation so the call-in number is 951-922-3532 again that number is 951-922-3532 Okay, I want to get into the biggest, one of the biggest lies women tell is they often say something to the effect of, oh, I want a guy who makes me laugh. <laughs> I hate hearing that line because it absolutely is not true. Um, there's no chapter in my book called You Gotta Make Her Laugh because it doesn't work. I've had plenty of guys in my life that were the funniest, that just made me, um, you know, f uh, my stomach just, you know, rolling in knots and everything else and crying with tears because it was so funny. He was so funny. The joke was so funny, whatever. Guess what? I wasn't turned on by them because they didn't have other attributes to keep me going. So if the guy is just funny and doesn't have some of these other attributes, it's a big who cares. You know, it's nice to have a guy that can make you laugh, but is it the only thing they need? No. And if that's the only thing they have to offer that's unique from other guys, more often than not, she's going to pass. She's going to pass you up for some other guy who has more desirable qualities. So, you know, should you make her laugh? Of course. It means that you're present, you're in the moment, and it's fun. You're having a good time. She's having a good time. Should you do it? Of course. But guess what? Don't forget to sharpen your other skills because humor in and of itself is not enough. All right. Another thing that's going to make her addicted is touching. All right, so you're on the, a first date or second or third date, what have you. Please remember to innocently touch her. So that could be, um, it could be that you touched her forearm. Or it could be that, you know, back in, back in our parents' generation, the guy would help the girl on with a coat. And that was so he could touch her shoulders. Um, find an innocuous way to touch her. Make it look like it's an accident or just a slight brush up, but touch her. There's something that um, electrifies another human being with human-to-human -human contact, okay? Maybe you're sitting at the dinner table and maybe your knee kind of brushes up against her thigh or, or maybe you accidentally bump you know, in, in, into her in some way, um, find a way to touch her. Uh, you know, I know a lot of guys, what they often do, especially if she has nice flowing hair is to maybe just reach over and pull the hair behind her ear, get it off of her face. That slight touch, oh, that it, it absolutely does work. It's, it's a quality and an attribute that a lot of guys are not using, but they should be using it because it's very effective. You don't have to say anything. You just get that job done. All right? Okay. So the next one is the kiss. And I know a lot of young men today absolutely avoid the kiss. This is a head-scratcher to me because there are a lot of men that women would absolutely throw out back into the water. Um, they absolutely would not want to go on another date with the person. And then, if he's a good kisser at the end of the date, holy cow, put the brakes on, all of a sudden now she's interested. So like I say, um, that one-on-one -on -one touching, that one-on-one, -on -one, especially kissing, 
you know, foremost than any other kind of touching. It is so indicative, we think, we, we as girls think, of your personality that we're willing to explore more. So don't leave that first date without sealing it with a kiss because you could absolutely seal the deal. Even though you failed in a lot of different areas up until that moment, if your kiss is good, she's going to stick around and she's going to want a second date. So don't forget the kiss. And there's a lot of moving parts that go along with the kiss. You know, are you sensitive? Are you gentle? You know, you almost want to go in for a kiss and then back off like, "Uh uh-oh, you didn't mean it. Like, toy with it. Tease her. Play with it. Um, And then other things that you can do with your hands while you're doing the kissing are so important. Don't leave those out. Like I was saying a moment ago, maybe you want to pull her hair behind her ear so you can have her come in for the kiss. Or maybe you could gently touch her chin. Or maybe you could grasp her face. Or maybe you could grasp her uh, her head. All kinds of things that you can do with your hands in addition to what your mouth does with the kiss All of these lead up for her. They spell excitement and intrigue and, oh, my goodness, I want to know more. I want more, and I want to see you again. So absolutely do not leave off the kiss, all right? And then another secret place that you can place the kiss, and that's in the the base of the back of the neck, Right under her hairline is an erotic zone for many women. If you just give her a sweet brush, a sweet peck, you know, at the base of the neck like that, oh, my gosh, that probably would send most women off the deep end. So do remember that. All right. If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to The Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about What makes her get addicted to you to where she's not looking any further and she can't live? She cannot breathe air unless you are in it. So call in on this topic. We're at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break and we're going to be talking about intermittent reinforcement and how that leads into someone being addicted to you. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to 
the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about what makes her get addicted to you. Ooh, you know, you might have a great attribute or a great personality, and there's something about the quality, uh, a certain quality that you have that has caught the woman But you know what? Most men today don't want to just catch her. They want to keep her. Probably one of men's greatest fears is that they're going to lose her or the woman is going to cheat on him. And you know how guys are. They have a really tough time uh, recovering from someone who has cheated on them. So if you want to seal the deal and make sure she's not going anywhere... There are certain tools of the trade, so to speak, that you need to learn how to do that will really up the ante and improve your odds that she is going to look no further. Uh, Another one of these uh, traits would be music. You know, there's, you know, the old saying about, you know, women are always crazy about musicians and rock stars and actually doesn't even have to be a rock star. It could be any type of musician. Um, She interprets that to be that you are so sensitive and you are so caring that you're writing that lyric or that melody in such a refined way and that you're using all your emotions in order to write this song. And then when you actually play the song, she thinks that you're singing it write to her that perhaps you've written the song about her because you know how women are they're all attention magnets right so they always think the song is about them and you know in some cases the song is about them so music is an amazing way to win over women so if you have any musical inclination whatsoever i would say absolutely score on that You know, try to learn an instrument, especially guitar. Try to learn something um, and maybe practice it up to an hour a day would be best and get really good at it because what woman wouldn't want to be serenaded either either privately or publicly? Women just crave music, so make that happen. In fact, I think we have a caller on the line, and he wanted to give you his opinion on how music worked for him. So let's welcome Sherwin to the show. Sherwin, tell us a little bit about your story. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? Um, Well, thanks. How are you? Not bad. Well, I agree with all your points always, but it's rather difficult to touch or kiss a woman when she's in Mother Russia and you're in the United States, so that's kind of out of the window. However, uh, I think one of the hardest things in the world to do is not only play piano, but play piano and sing at the same time in a foreign (laughs) language. And, uh, you know, uh, so one way that I was able to win her heart is, uh, okay, first I'll start off with agreeing that women think the songs are about them. Kind of like how every woman in L.A. thinks L.A. woman is about her. Every woman in Russia thinks Uchi Chornie, or Dark Eyes, is about her. So kind of, (laughs) by the way, Chornie means black, not dark, but they didn't want to translate it to black eyes because then they'll say, those Russians, they gave her two black eyes. So that translation is out. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway... Her dad recently passed away, and when she was a little girl, he would sing Uchichornia to her. So when I played that and sang it to her, it brought up all those positive memories and positive things about her dad, and that's why Uh now she's in love with me. And I even told her, I'm like, you know, I'm planning on going into a year and a half in law enforcement. You're going to have to wait for me for a couple of years to visit family, visa issues. It's not easy. She's like, I'll wait for you. So when you uh, are not in the same city, you can't touch or kiss or this or that, you have to use another attribute. And for me, it's, uh, for me, it's music. So um, like as uh, Friedrich Wilhelm Nietzsche said, without music, life would be a mistake. doesn't matter to me, guitar, piano. For me, my favorite is piano. And you, you can uh-huh. use right and left hand just so it works more on your analytic. Um, 
guitar only has treble clef, but that's another story for another day. So the way I won her over, and they're ready that I think uh, she's a little addicted to me, you know, this uh, 20-something-year-old cute Russian girl, is because maybe she sees a little bit of her in me, and he also played music too, like my dad, and we have a common culture and common language. So one way we would stay connected is when she would, we would uh, video camera, and I would play you know, Russian folk songs for her. That and that's what she loves and grew up on. So, my advice is definitely uh, work on it. I mean, now most now over fifty percent of it is your God-given music ability and talent. However, with enough practice, and if you practice an hour a day, you can at least become proficient enough where you could fake yourself in being a musician. So, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you can just. Like if it's guitar, learn the basic chords and melodies, practice that, and use those same chords over and over again. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. The point is to be able to play something for her or to win her over that. So that's basically my story. Uh, I, I won't keep you up too much, but uh, I just wanted to know your thoughts on that. And uh, for me, I, I like, yes, confidence is very important, but how is she going to see your confidence, your touch, your kiss, all that, when you're 10,000 miles away. So you need to be a little bit more creative in that situation. Gotcha. Thank you for your comments. So I would say probably second only to um, a guitar would be the piano. And uh, I, I, I think that's endearing to most women is, you know, playing the piano. Here in Los Angeles, uh, we have a high-end department store called Nordstrom's, and guess how they make the women stay longer and shop longer? It's because they have a live piano player um, in the in the center court of their uh, of their department store, and you know they want your business and they want you to stay longer and shop more so that's how they do it so they they're not stupid you know we can take a page uh from that notebook and i also liked your other attribute which you touched on something that reminded her of a good memory you were saying um she had that happy memory with her dad so uh if you find something like that yes i would say uh take 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 a page from that notebook as well. I think that would be an excellent idea. All good comments. Thank you, Sherwin, for calling the show, and we'll catch you again next time. All right. Now, I want to talk about John Mayer. Um, he's a musician, but so what? You know, many men are musicians, and I wouldn't say he's known for his killer music. I mean, he isn't, you know, Ed Sheeran, for example, uh, he's good, but I've never really particularly been fond of his music. So why is he in such demand? Why does he keep getting one hot woman after the other? I mean, he's had so he's been with so many famous women. What is his secret? Now he's arguably one of the best guitar players in the world, but again, practically no woman knows that or cares. Uh, so from an anonymous woman, I read this story that she wrote, um, she wrote this story anonymously about having a one-night stand with John Mayer. And I want to relate to you what she revealed and why he was so captivating and why he made you lose sleep and why you were addicted and kept going back for more. So we'll learn those tips when we come back from the break. And we're talking today, if you've just joined us, on what makes her get addicted to you. Is this a skill that you can learn? And I say, yes, you can. So call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. We'll catch you right back after the break. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hi guys, 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM. Where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about what makes her get addicted to you. Can you not only catch her, but keep her? Are, is there a certain skill set that you need to have in order to make her not stray, to make her not cheat on you, and to just let her be obsessed with you? <laughs> of course there is. So that's what we're talking about today. So right before the break, I mentioned John Mayer. Um, you know, he's a musical artist, and I wanted to talk to you about that because most women go gaga over a musician, but I don't think his music is all that great. So what makes him so sexy? What makes women crave him? So anyway, I found this article that was written by an anonymous woman and she wrote about having a one night stand with him and this is her quote he was wonderfully smart and witty and the perfect mix of reserved relaxed and confident and all of these things put together are almost upsettingly sexy she goes on to say he could have been utterly inept at the technical parts of sex but he wasn't and I still would have at least had a decent time because everything about him was aesthetically and socially very pleasing so both of these uh, attributes that she's writing about you see how inclusive she is that there were things that won her over it wasn't you know, just the fact that he was aesthetically good-looking. It wasn't just the fact that he was smart and witty. It was this combination. He really, like, mixed up the bag, and she didn't know which way to come up for air. I mean, she was just so uh, engulfed with the whole thing, with the whole package, that she was just overwhelmed, okay? Now, she goes on to say, quote, the idea of looking at the whole picture of a person and having sex with a whole person and not just their sex parts ended up being another lesson that I carried with me and does me a great deal of good to this day. Aha. All right, so this is very important for you to learn how the female psyche works. Men are very linear. Men are going to go after the visual first. Does she have the curves in the right place? Um, is she moving well? Is she walking well? You know, is the hip-to-waist ratio good? That's, that's the kind of thing that men are looking for. Most women are not placing a great importance on the physical. So what most women do, like this woman says, is they're 
placing the most amount of weight on his personality. So she says it's the person as a whole. Like if you can step back and let's say there are 20 20 categories that women are evaluating, if he scores high marks in two, three, four, five, and it looks like in this case he's scored high marks in like seven or eight different categories, right? Okay, so that's why he's off the chart. He doesn't even really have to be a musician. So, <laughs> you know, um, usually those attributes make somebody be a good musician, but I don't think he's that good of a musician, but he is experts, expert at all these other things that he is good at, and that's what wins these women over. So keep that in mind. First and foremost, she's going after personality, and yep, you guessed it, which trait is going to be the most personality trait that she's looking for is how he displays his confidence. Is it is it loud and arrogant and cocky, which I call fake confidence? You don't want to be that. Um, you know, a lot of the players do have those attributes, but it's not something that she will keep you around for a long time. If she finds better, she's going to toss you back in the water. So it's what I call quiet confidence. It's the confidence that comes from within, and usually men develop that sort of confidence from a different subject altogether that has nothing to do with women. Um, maybe you're good at sports. Maybe you're good at music. Maybe you're good at your job. Maybe you're good with your hands. Maybe you're a fabulous chef. Whatever it is, it is the the power and the confidence that comes with doing or performing a particular skill or attribute with grace and with ease. And it's just part of your being. You just do it simply and easily. You don't have to brag about it. And that confidence, that quiet confidence oozes from within. So, you know, yes, of course, he was smart and witty, but I'm sure he did it in such a way, quote unquote, that he was reserved about it. He was relaxed about it. And those attributes are very important because if you have that confidence for real, you don't need to brag. You don't need to boast. You sort of have like a Clint Eastwood mentality about it. Like, I know my stuff and... You know, you never have to bring it up maybe one or two percent of the time when someone's getting when maybe perhaps another male is getting in your business. Do you have to, you know, exert that confidence? But most of the time you people don't mess with you, male or female, because they know you just have it. All right. So a lot to learn from John Mayer in this department. So let's take a look at at uh, intermittent reinforcement. Now, this one I have talked about a couple of times. It is in my book, Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. If you haven't already done so, you're really missing out. You need to buy my book on Amazon. It's in the ebook format as well as paperback. But this, um, this chapter is very important. And in psychology, it's it's called intermittent reinforcement. It basically means that sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold. So when you're with the person, you are hot. You gaze into their eyes. You have close proximity. You're sitting next to each other. You are present. You are engaged. You are social. You just are the type of person that she wants to bring home to mom. I mean, you're just pulling out all the stops, right? That's when you're with the person. And when you're not with the person, then, hey, you have a life. You're busy. You're not calling her up 24-7. You're doing other things. You're hanging out with your guy friends or you're busy at work or perhaps you're learning a new skill or you're getting educated. Maybe you're getting um, new education in a field that will upgrade uh, your earning power uh, or upgrade your experience or knowledge base or what have you. You're busy working on you. 
Okay. And when you're not busy working on you, you're busy having fun. And it doesn't always necessarily mean fun with her. It could be this is your private personal time. So you're busy. So we've learned this uh, technique from Pavlov's dog that initially he rang a bell for the dog. And then when the dog came running, he would give a dog a treat. And he did that repeatedly, like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight times, right? And then he decided that he didn't even have to give a treat. He would just ring the bell. And the dog then associated the bell with, oh, boy, I'm going to get some food, so I better go see what my master is up to because I'm hungry and I want that treat, right? So then uh, the good doctor just rang the bell and the dog came. Okay, so that's that's how you want to be, too, is to give her intermittent reinforcement. So when you're in her company, you are very present. You're not stuck in the past. You're not stuck in the future. You're listening. You're present. And then when you're not with her, you know, you have a life of your own and you're you're doing what you are meant to be doing. Right. So very important skill, very effective skill in in winning these women over and making them addicted to you because what person, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be a woman, but what person doesn't want something that they can't have? I mean, if you're too readily available, um, you know, it's it's sort of like, well, there's no challenge. There's no chase to it. And she may grow tired because, you know, there's nothing, Right makes sense right so what you want to do is give her a little bit of intrigue now don't be an a-hole about it don't be cocky or arrogant with it because that's not going to work you have to do it uh from a gentlemanly place and a clean place not a don't do it from like a manipulative place because that will eventually backfire but if you genuinely are busy then you genuinely are busy so you're not playing games with it you're that's just how your life is right okay so bottom line people want what they can't have so that's one way to make her addicted all right Let's get into what I was talking about at the top of the hour, what I call unique pairings. So you can have the most exemplary skill or attribute in your field or, or your region or your demographic or whatever, but sometimes just, have, just relying on one attribute isn't enough, that sometimes when you pair it, with two such skills or three such skills, that's really when you just kind of go over um, and just win her over. You just seal the deal. You win her over for good. You seal the deal. She's not looking any further. She wants you and she wants you now. So we're going to talk a little bit more about unique pairing when we come back from the break, if you have just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about what makes her get addicted to you. So call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. 
Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show, but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. If you like our show, show your love by listening, calling, liking our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend. Start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. These are all ways that you can support the show, and we really do appreciate your being here and telling your friends. I also want to let you know that Henson Brewing Company is now open. Uh, we're, we're just under three months old now, and we, can, we are found in Burbank, California. We specialize in British-style ales. That would be um, a blonde ale, pale ale, uh, red ale, brown ale, all the ales in the ale family, as well as IPAs, porters, and stouts. And I think you'll have a fabulous time. Come by, let me know that you've heard about us through the show, and I'll give you a free pint. Yes, I will. And check our events page calendar on Facebook. We have a lot of fun things that are on on the schedule for June. We have magic, comedy, uh, we have vinyl DJs, trivia night, all kinds of fun things, crafts. Uh, yoga in the brewery before we open so check out our events page to find out what is on our agenda and make it your agenda to be there all right so let's get back into today's topic i wanted to talk about unique pairings now the man can have let's say one unique or exceptional quality maybe he's the richest guy in the neighborhood maybe he's the best guy best-looking guy in town. Maybe he has the highest IQ in the state. Maybe he won a championship ring. Now, sure, all of those qualities are going to get a girl's attention, but will she keep him? Will she be so addicted to him that she will keep him forever? So the thought process is by having only one super desirable trait will get her attention, but her eye will be wandering, wandering to the guy who has two or more desirable traits. Let's say a guy with a lot of money caught her eye. So then the next guy who has a lot of money and her favorite dream car, a white Aston Martin, is going to get pursued. And then the plain rich guy will be dumped. So that's kind of how it goes. So if you only have one super desirable attribute, you're at risk for being replaced. So don't put yourself in this category. So let's take Jason Verlander. Now, you know, last year he won the World Series uh, for the Houston Astros. And, um, you know, you would think, oh, well, that's that's a big uh, attribute. That's a big milestone to accomplish. That should get you noticed, right? Mm, not really. And guess what? He's the fourth highest paid baseball player. Well, I guess fourth best just doesn't give you the same cachet. It just doesn't give you full attention. All right, let's keep moving on with his other traits. Uh, he's six feet five inches tall, which is super important to his new wife, supermodel Kate Upton, who is at 5'10". But you know what? Today, there are plenty of ball players who are 6'5 and over, so he's not unique in the height department with regard to uh, sports athletes. So... While just a World Series title isn't enough, most women have never heard of Jason Verlander. Plus, at first look, he's practically ugly and homely looking. So I guess a woman 
looks at all that and says a big who cares. Like, like I say, most uh, across America have no idea who this guy is. And even if they saw him, they wouldn't recognize him. And they wouldn't look twice because he's just not that great to look at. All right. Now, let's compare um, that sports figure to this sports figure, which is Tom Brady. Sure, he's won the Super Bowl, which is his, you know, peak in his line of work. And being an overachiever, he's only one out of two players to win five Super Bowls. But, see, he made himself even more unique because he's the only one, only player to have won five championships playing for the same team. No one else has done that. So that sets him apart. And aside from sports, he is drop dead gorgeous. So I guess with these he's got two strong attributes combined with what makes Brady irresistible to most women. So he just didn't rest on his laurels with one attribute. He combined multiple attributes to seal the deal. And everybody knows who Brady is. Um, let's take a look at A-Rod. He's kind of in the same category as Tom Brady. He's a 14-time All-Star winner. He's won three MVP awards. He was the World Series champion a few years back. Um, he's the career record holder with 25 Grand Slams. And he signed two of the most lucrative sports contracts in history. So, again... All of these, just like Brady, he took a bunch of different avenues and excelled in those specific avenues. And then he paired it with, he's got unusual good looks. And that looks, the looks and the strong career are what make him attractive to women. So take a page from John Mayer and Brady and A-Rod that you know, one line of endeavor isn't going to be enough. You know, even if you're the top of your field, that one line of endeavor is just not enough. So you've got to do some unique pairings with regard to getting her to be addicted to you. All right, let's see. What else do we have? We have, oh, let's see. Okay, how about... You be independent. Every girl likes a guy who's independent. You're a free spirit. You're a free thinker. You're not a sheep. You're not going with the flow. When you have an opinion about something, it's your opinion. You've probably uh, read. You've probably done your research. You've probably know the subject that you're talking about in order for you to have opinion on it. And guys, girls like that. And I think being a independent shows that shows your confidence regardless of what it is whether you're giving an opinion on you know cars or whatever the topic is um or you you are independent with regard to your living situation meaning that you're not living on mommy's couch or you're not mooching off of somebody being independent is a really good sexy attitude to have because she knows that you've cut the ties from your family from your parents and that you know you can make it on your own and you're doing very well okay so be independent all right next up be well dressed I mean, that always turns a woman on. Be well-groomed. Uh, keep your your hair and your face in check and, you know, do what you need to do to get, you know, uh, often uh, updates to your haircut and, you know, hairstyle and so what have you. With regard to being well-dressed, it doesn't take a lot of money. It just, you know, it just takes an ability to use the money in a right way to make you look sharp. If you really have no clue on how to do this, and I know a lot of guys are not good dressers, go to a high-end department store like a Neiman's or, or Nordstrom's. They have personal shoppers there for free. And they will kind of ask you some questions and what your lifestyle is and what you're using the clothes for and whether you're using the clothes for going on vacation or for business or for personal. And they'll pull together 
outfits that are easy to wear, easy to use, and you'll look like a million bucks. So it doesn't have to be self-taught per se. Um, You just have to have the ability to get the job done. How you got the job done, that's on you. And I, I say, if you're really in the dark with this, use a personal shopper. Next up, create some mystery. So rather than being a complete open book and rather, I mean, there's a time and a place to be an open book and that's when you're already exclusive. But in the beginning stages of dating, I would say from day one to day 90, I wouldn't reveal everything. She's got to earn the right to know about you. Okay. So you might say a little bit about it, a little bit about the topic, but then leave it kind of vague. And it will intrigue her that she will circle back to that topic at a later date. And it's a reason for her to come back to you. So I would say don't tell her everything. Don't show her everything uh, with regard to, you know, where where you uh, live or where you work or where you uh, play, you know, where your playtime is and how you spend your money. Don't show her all of that on day one. That's something that she needs to earn, and it's for, uh, you know, it's it's for a more permanent girlfriend, and hopefully, will be for a more permanent mate. Another thing that will set you apart is be a gentleman. I I know there are a lot of creeps out there, and you can set yourself apart by treat treating her like a lady. Um, Brett, say it again, please. Uh, treating her like a lady. And, um, you know, I, I think it really is great to be civil. I mean, you're not an animal. Show it. Okay. And then um, what else can can work? I would say flirt with her. You know, have especially if you do it on texting, because I said that women like to hear what's going on. So they like, they like you to text with her. And then be fun-loving. Um, be spontaneous, be adventurous, and make sure you can handle most situations easily and without difficulty. All right, then. If you've just joined us, we've we've really loved to have you here today, and we'd love to have you back each and every Wednesday. We're here 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll catch you next Wednesday on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now.